0: Hello, and welcome back to the Weekend Spread. Football is back. The long, long, awful off season is over, and we are finally, finally at long last here to talk about a football game, several of which are happening on Saturday, and I'm pretty pumped about it. So um, in case you're new here, this is our weekly pick show, um, more of a contest, more of a war uh, that we have the entire season. Uh, we keep all the records set, and at the very end we get a punishment. It's great. We'll explain that more in detail. But first, let me introduce everyone. I'm your host Bobby Howard, and our pickers all season long. We've got Ty Lee, Jameson Maxwell, and the captain, the captain himself, Boen Blake. Fellas, how are we doing? And uh, how pumped are y'all that the season is finally here? Ty, I'll let you kick us off.
1: I am rather pleased to be back in the swing of things. Well, we're not back in the swing of things, but we're starting that swing. We're winding up for that swing, and I couldn't be more happy.
2: Jameson? Can we just not talk about this new intro Bobby put out? It sounds like we're in some Iowa bar, like and there's like smoke all in the lights, and there's a pool table. Very cool graphic, I'll say that. But that was a change. I was waiting for my. I saw a couple of y'all faces
0: too. Yeah, yeah. No, the weekend spread deserves its own brand package. It, it. We are still on the schooner pod feed, but the spread deserves its own setup. I think it's time we graduate it to uh have its own little uh, little opening. So, yeah, a nice little CD bar scene, which I hope that uh our at- I feel like our atmosphere kind of is just, you know, four jackasses talking about sports gambling, you know, yes. over a table and uh way too many Miller lights. No no sponsors, no sponsors. Ooh, uh, ooh we're
3: picking ooh. sides.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Hey>, um, <laughs> Blake, you are uh we've we started this competition in 2018. Since then, you have reigned supreme in winning percentage. Uh, how are you feeling this year? A bit of a downturn for really everybody last year in terms of uh, gambling. Do you think we're? Do you think this is a a uh, over five hundred year for everyone? Or how how are you feeling?
3: I think everyone. so. Last year, last year was rough for the entire crew. Um, the madness of college football also got to our gambling records, and none of us finished over five hundred. But you know what, I'm ready this year. I know Ty's already been talking trash in the chat. He thinks it's my year to lose, but there's a reason why I, Reign Supreme, have the highest winning percentage. I come in here, give it my all. I am the best picker on the pod, and always have been. I might not win the contest each year, but as we learn about these contests, it's not about winning. It's not losing. And so Bobby, would you like to tell the listeners what's on the line this year?
0: Oh yes, absolutely. For those of you who stayed on all the way through our Big Twelve preview. Uh, you might know what we've kind of discussed, but for those of you who are just t- tuning in, let me let you in on what we're doing. So our punishment we've decided is the infamous 999 challenge, and uh, what what that entails: nine innings of baseball. In nine innings of baseball, you have to do nine hot dogs. We have a weird obsession with hot dogs for some reason, and uh, nine beers over that entire period. So you better hope for a lot of runs. You better hope for bad pitching or else you're going to be having to do that very fast. So let's set our ground rules a bit. Um, if you finish last, you have to do it. If you tie for yes. last, you have to do it. <laughs> yes, that if is how have, losing, that's how losing works. <laughs> if everybody ends up tied, everybody has to do it.
2: So I agree. I, yeah, I agree.
1: agree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, so the stress is up. The weekend we're looking at is, uh, I believe, tentatively OUTC weekend in Norman. Going to be, you know, doing some glizzies out on the berms. It should be a perfect time for that. So, um, a lot of a lot of stuff is on the <laughs> on the line here. Um, and frankly, look, last year, for those of you who followed the weekend spread last year, uh, it went down to the last week. It went down to championship week. We were tied. It went down to one game, and ultimately. Blake and Jameson, uh, I believe, were saved by what the Mountain West Conference Championship game. That was what saved you,
3: Utah State, baby. Yeah, put so, down my put the dagger in my enemy's heart and got the win. <laughs> yeah, so it was one game that turned the tide. So
0: look, week in, week zero might not look like a lot of uh, you know flash. You got some weird games here. I, I think I can speak for everyone. We're thrilled. We're excited to get on with it. And uh, more importantly, it really matters because, uh, you know, screw up week zero and you might be the one having to suck down nine dogs and nine beers. So, yeah, the stakes are high every week, just like college football. So, I don't know about you guys. Let's get this show on the road. Start off the weekend spread right in the most college football way possible. North <laughs> Northwestern and Nebraska- in Ireland, for some reason. The Nebraska Cornhuskers, favored by 13. Looking to have a turnaround after uh, being the best two-win team of all time last season. Um, massive, massive uh, start for Scott uh, for Scott Frost. Some would argue must win, or else he gets left in Ireland. But um, yeah, uh, Nebraska favored by 13. All lines provided by our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to check them out. Use promo code TPPN. Get on that starting on week zero. So before we get started, uh our pal Michael Whitman, the creator of the Schooner Simulation, has provided us with uh his preview via uh NCAA revamped, which is a nice sort of reskinned version of NCAA 14. So let's see what he had uh for Nebraska Northwestern.
4: If anyone is asking which team would be worst affected by the jet lag from the plane ride to Ireland, or Boston in our case, hands down, it's Northwestern. The Wildcat defense performed respectfully, but the offense was manhandled by the Husker defense. Despite an injury knocking out newly acquired Casey Thompson, Nebraska continues to dominate on the field. Northwestern would finally wake up and throw a last-second touchdown, but by then, it was too late. The Huskers take down the Wildcats 17-14.
0: So, at least in the world of NCAA 14, the Wildcats get the cover. Um, Very interesting. Blake, let's, uh, look, you tied for the lead last time. Let's have you kick it off. Who do you have winning this one in the Emerald Isle?
3: I love the Schooner Sim on this one because I think this game is going to be sloppy, lots of jet lag. I just imagine this grass being, like, similar to the Northwestern field, maybe even a little bit taller. But I got Northwestern in this one to cover the spread. Um, Northwestern looked horrible last year. Uh, They were horrendous. At least Nebraska was, like, closing games close. Uh, Northwestern just got plowed. But the thing that... Uh, inspires hope is that Pat Fitzgerald teams, we've seen this before, they have a bad season, bounce back immediately next year. We look at the last time this something similar has happened, they went to the Big, Tw- uh, Big Ten Championship and played, uh, I believe, Ohio State, close, for like a half. So, I trust Pat's, Pat Fitzgerald. I think they're going to keep this close. They have a really experienced team. They didn't really graduate anybody, and Nebraska is just a big question mark. We really don't know. Like, this team could win uh, win the division and go to the Big Ten Championship, or Scott Frost could get fired in the first, like, few games. And as Stuart Mandel says, maybe they have a look-ahead or a trap game uh, coming up with North Dakota. So I'm going to take Northwestern in this matchup.
0: Hey, look, North Dakota,
3: they're, they're projected to be seventh in the uh, Missouri Valley, so you you, you got to watch out for them. Really, you got to respect them. I got to respect them. I, I will give Stuart Mandel this. Respect the little guy. That's something we haven't seen from the national media in a while, so I'm very happy about that.
0: Hey, the schooner pod always respects the little guy. Just look at our love for Texas State the past couple years. I think we've covered him more than anybody else in the country.
2: There's no doubt about that. Yeah, that is a great transition to me and my pick. And boy, I'm feeling great. I get to fade Blake with the first pick of the season, baby. Give me Nebraska. I like Casey Thompson. I know some people had some things, you know, some reservations about him at Texas last year. I saw a lot of good things with him. and. Nebraska's desperate this year. Yes, Northwestern, they have a trend of coming back in 2020. They had a lot of good players on that team, Blake. Like, this is not that same Northwestern team moving into this season. I like Nebraska, minus 13,
3: with a competent quarterback around them. Yeah, competent noodle arm, Casey Thompson. That's a competent quarterback right there. he
2: He was hurt. He was hurt whenever you had the noodle arm, but he was playing pretty well at the beginning of the season. This
1: one, I think, is pretty clear. I I gotta go with with Jamison here. I don't. I I'm certainly not going to echo that Casey Thompson praise. I think the only thing of note about Casey Thompson to mention is that it's hilarious that he is the son of former OU quarterback Charles Thompson, as as many know, uh, and now he has forced Charles Thompson to root for Texas and now Nebraska. <laughs> so that is will always be funny to me. But I think Nebraska, you know. Really not a good team last year when you look at their record. Northwestern also not a good team last year, just period. But Nebraska had a lot of uh, closer losses. You know, at, at the end of the day, they still lost those games. But I think with Nebraska, big question mark, like everyone's saying, but there's a lot on the table. I just feel like Nebraska has this one. Minus 13 is, is very, very high. It's going to be very sloppy, you know, first first game of this, not the first game of the season period, but first game of the season for these teams and, and just off that, that awful jet lag and everything. But I, I think it's Nebraska uh, quick shout out to, I think this game is, is really cool. I, I love the concept of it. Uh, wish it was better, better teams. Uh, I think the first one was when they did Navy Notre Dame. That was a pretty cool one. In my
0: opinion. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. So, this isn't any way, an really, an indictment on Nebraska, but I really like Northwestern here plus thirteen, because you know a lot of you know a lot of what Blake said I think really resonates. I think this is as sloppy of a matchup as it gets. You know the jet lag. I I, I think the the best play honestly is the under, uh, overall. But I I just I see this game being a mess all the way through. I don't. I I just. 13 points seems a little bit high for Nebraska here, even though this is one of the, like, two teams they beat last season. I I just, I don't see them getting off to a hot start. Too much change, too much different, and uh, I don't know. Give me the uh, Wildcats to get this cover. And plus, how are you going to bet against a Fitzgerald in Ireland? You can't. You can't. So give me uh, Northwestern. Got a nice split on the first go. Love to see it. Love to see it. Football fans, join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now, everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on DraftKings Marketplace. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more, just like daily fantasy football. Build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers fantasy contests all season long to compete for millions in prizes. So download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app. Now, sign up with promo code TPPN, click on the Rainmakers tile, and opt in to get your first card free. Plus, play for millions in free prizes all football season while building the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers Football. That's promo code TPPN. Build, play, win, only at DraftKings. Contest entries, dependent on type and numbers of, of NFTs held, Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Moving on to our second planned game of the season. Jameson's favorite team in the country, the Wyoming Cowboys, head to Illinois to face uh, Brett Bielema and his Illini. The, um, Illinois is only favored by 10 here. Little bit weird. Little bit weird, not going to lie. Um, and I have half a mind to kind of side with Wyoming here. Because look, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now. Anything you pick Wyoming, as we know, either for or against them, it just doesn't go well. It so I can't really win. I feel like anyone is really just kinda of willing uh whatever they're picking to be in reverse. So uh I guess we just kinda of go for it. I I'm gonna go with Wyoming. Why not? Trust in the Cowboys We'll see how it goes. So um, I also went out of order, got a little too excited about uh, Wyoming. So uh, let's see what uh, Michael Whitman Sim has to say.
4: The last quarter of the first meeting between the Cowboys and the Illini seems to be the only one worth tuning into. Both teams opted to play small ball but struggled to score, but in different ways. Big gains for the Wyoming offense were negated by a Luso line leading to pressure and tackles in the backfield. Conversely, Illinois had to battle for inches every snap they took, and Tommy DeVito's struggles in the pocket show why. Despite the battle, Illinois finds enough spare points to win this inaugural matchup 13-7. Hey,
0: the Sim agrees with me. Ty, what do you think?
4: Yeah,
1: this one is a perfect time for me to introduce how I'm going to be picking this year. I have a proprietary methodology. I can't tell you about it because then that would give the edge... To to my opponents, but it's. I, I ran it. I ran this game through my methodology for picking, and what I came up with was Illinois is the one to take here. The fighting Illinois, or however you say it. Uh, again, I don't like this. I don't like this line. I, I hate double digit lines the first week of the season, but uh, Wyoming, not good. Um, Illinois' is in the Big Ten, people are saying that that's a mega conference now, so certainly they must be good top to bottom. So give me the the orange and blue.
2: Jameson? Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy this is Week Zero, baby. Oh, I'm slamming Illinois. Give me that minus 10 line. And it's Tommy DeVito, last name DeVito, quarterback. Come on. Everyone wants to cheer for DeVito. Why would you want to be on the other side of that? Cheer for Wyoming, a brown-colored team? That's so boring who'd want to cheer for that bobby come on illinois aren't you a padres fan oh well come on this that not really they have the exact
3: same colors as the padres (laughs) like down to a team one of two teams who wear
0: one of (laughs) (laughs) literally one of the two teams rocking the the poo poo pee pee color combo
2: hey, hey here's oh God, the I'm, not tr- I, I'm not truly Jeez. a padres fan i don't pay attention to it i just have the shirt because of san diego chargers so don't do me on this come on i have hatred of wyoming this is too
3: easy of a pick this was the fair. easiest one on the slate fair enough fair enough blake who do you got I tried to find any way to pick Wyoming because I love when the Mountain West fearsome Cowboys are trolling Jameson. It makes me so happy, but this team is bad. Like, this team is bad, bad. Their whole team left in the transfer portal. Like, Bobby, their starting quarterback last year that got him to a bowl game just left to be the the second— yeah, to be the backup at Utah State. Like, this is how bad this <laughs> Wyoming team is. Like, and I know that? Illinois struggles with these bad teams, or not bad teams, but small teams. They struggled with UTSA and lost to them last year. But Wyoming is so bad that I just have, like, if. If Illinois is just somewhat competent at quarterback and running back, they're going to beat this team by a lot of points because Wyoming has nobody left. They are similar to Hawaii. They're similar to Nevada. They don't have a roster anymore. So I am I am taking Illinois because Wyoming has no, no horses, no horses for the Cowboys to ride.
0: I, I would also like to say that, honestly, after all of y'all picked Illinois, I feel better because I feel like whatever Wyoming is, you know, if everybody zigs, you want to zag the other way with Wyoming. So, someone's going to get let down here, and I kind of think it's y'all. Wyoming is a master of chaos.
1: We'll see how it goes, though. Wrong. Wyoming is where that one uh, NFL guy went, right? It was his name Zach Rosen, I think?
3: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Logan? Whatever. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> i think he was talking about uh,
2: logan wilson linebacker out of wyoming a couple years ago isn't that what he was talking about
0: Mm -hmm. oh yeah no there's no other star stars in the nfl that came from wyoming none just that one linebacker (laughs) no definitely not a quarterback definitely right blake you would know, right? Ty,
3: Ty is so deep in the troll, I can never tell when he's serious or not, because he hates the NFL. He thinks it's the cringe consumerist <laughs> content, so I can't tell when he's actually being serious or not.
1: Josh, Josh Rosen. That's it.
0: <laughs> you know who's... Look, I gotta say, you know who's really deep in the troll, though? Whoever designed this week zero schedule, because it ends up in the best way possible, Vanderbilt traveling to... Hawaii. What what a beautiful sentence. The the, the Commodore is favored by eight. Uh, this line has been all over the place. At one point, it was uh, Vanderbilt minus six and a half to start this week. Uh, has now, like, kind of gone up to eight. Um, let's just look at the sim, see what happens.
4: Even though the weather is predicted to be perfect in Honolulu, both teams seem to have slept in. Finding the red zone proved to be no issue for either offense, but finding the end zone seemed to be a massive struggle. The Commodores might blame it on the time zone difference or that their roster wasn't fully updated by the time of this recording, but the Rainbow Warriors have no excuse to not take advantage of their home turf. After pounding energy drinks at halftime, Vanderbilt finds the only touchdown of the game and claims a declarative 19-6 victory over Hawaii.
0: So a 13-point dub for Hawaii means, well, they cover. So, Blake, it's been a long adage that you always bet the Rainbow Warriors on-island is that the case this time? I know it's I know
3: it's Vanderbilt, I know they're bad. Nope. Should people be tempted? Lock of the week right here. We're going the Vanderbilt Commodores. I this game a little disclaimer here, I can't give the off this advice, so I don't mislead the viewers. I am on that Vanderbilt over two and a half win ticket. This game is a must win, but I don't care. I love this game. Because Hawaii, like I said, Wyoming, got wiped out by the transfer portal their last coach even his own son transferred there is nobody left on this roster they're going island to island to fill this roster out just because there is nobody playing for timmy chang's team this year and they have six returning starters which is just ridiculous like you don't see that in college football six returning starters total between 22 you could have more starters like coming off the bench later on the year they have six for starters! There's nobody on this team! In Vanderbilt, they started out bad. They lost to FCS schools. I I admit that, but they took a step in the right direction towards the end of the season. I think they had a close game with South Carolina. They had some close games, just... I like that. I like that. I like the progress that they're making, but this is fade Hawaii. They're playing at their practice field stadium. The vibes are off this year. The vibes are off. We're on Vanderbilt lock of the week. Minus eight.
2: Jameson. Yeah. I'm gonna have to tail this one as well. I like Vandy just because Hawaii is an absolute dumpster fire. And I really wanted to fade Vandy. I really did at first just because this whole like new logo just kind of just irks me. It's just so boring but you know it's hawaii that they're playing and a lot of people are going to bet hawaii just because it's on island and as we see right now the line's moving fast it is moving the direction of vandy and it's already i thought i saw a minus eight and a half we locked it yesterday but it's moving still i'm going on the side of minus eight ty
1: yeah it's we have to we have to mention the atrocious vandy logo it is just, I, I hate the, like, corporate simplification of logos. It's just, it's soulless. There's, it's, it's wrong. Blake, don't nod your head. It's, don't,
3: don't nod <laughs> your no, head. No, I'm <laughs> agreeing with you. I am agreeing with you.
1: <laughs> I am agreeing you with you. You are the problem. No, I guess <laughs> you, you guys have a pretty good, you guys have a, a solid logo. Uh, but, yeah, really, what this is, this is an SEC team playing a school that has like no one returning like we've mentioned they have no facility they don't even have real facilities they're playing on their practice field like Blake mentioned because their stadium renovation is just absolutely it's so botched you would think it's an i-35 project at this point it's <laughs> there's nothing going on for this Hawaii team I understand people love Hawaii people love the the idea of their advantage on islands Vandy's been there for a couple of days now. And we still have a couple days as of time of recording until this game. That's gonna be negated, I think, especially because it's week zero. They've had all the offseason to prepare for this. I guess they haven't even gone to class either, the football players at this point. They've just rolled right into traveling for this game. It's an SEC team with you know, it's Vandy, you know, so kind of. They're not that good, but you gotta you gotta go with the uh, the Vanderbilt uh, boilermakers on in this one i'm sorry the demon deacons
0: (laughs) yes can we talk about how we get a vandy wake forest game this season like that's really going to test like is this actually like are these for for for, uh those of you not in the know ty has a long-running conspiracy theory that vanderbilt purdue and wake forest are actually the same place and uh they're just trying to fool the 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 public right am i right on that I, yep. I don't know why. It's yes, nice, no, but... you're true.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. No, you're right. You're right. It is. And, and note what Bobby said. It's a conspiracy theory. It is not a conspiracy hypothesis. It is backed by evidence. Therefore, it is a theory. Our resident scientist, uh, Jameson, should be able to verify that. I although mean... it's been proven time and time again that he does not know the scientific method.
0: Fair, <laughs> true. fair, fair enough. Observation. Fair. I don't. Hypothesis. Uh... Uh, fair enough. <laughs> hope Look, at... as much. Fair enough. Look, as much as I would, I, I'm with all of y'all and I'm just going to sound like a broken record, but it's, it's just kind of how it is. Um, as much as I'd love to back Hawaii, it's, you don't recover from something like what Todd Graham gave him last year, uh, a total meltdown. Um, Timmy Chang, like hopefully he can turn away, turn around Hawaii. Uh, hopefully they can get an actual stadium and hopefully they can be the Hawaii team that we all love gambling on. Uh, late into the night but that's just not who they are this year um hell you can't even watch the games on tv this year uh this is the only tv game uh i I believe slated for hawaii the rest is on some random app i've never heard of um i was telling the guys we should actually try to bid for the hawaii tv rights uh at this point but look Hawaii just as it would be fun just resist that urge to bet them because they are not going to cover they are certainly not going to win so give me the Vanderbilt uh, Commodores to, uh, to to cover this one. Is, isn't uh, this on CBS
2: Sports Network too, Bobby?
0: Yeah, this one's on oh. CBS Sports Network. The rest of the season is uh, is on like a dumb app,
2: and CBS so. Sports Network is also gross.
3: So. No, don't say that. They are a <laughs> glorious network that shows the pride and joy of the Mountain West every night on Saturdays and Thursdays only... and possibly Fridays. So I I stand with CBS Sports Network, not I, I my ESPN overlords like Bobby. <laughs> well, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I Blake, Blake, call,
0: hold before. up, hold up, hold up. Blake, you and I were frequent watchers of the CBS Sports Network because of the Tate Martell uh, uh, UNLV bet. We we, we, we watched a lot of we watched a lot of Tate Martell sitting on the sidelines, uh, doing nothing and hoping the running rebels could uh, get a win. So I'm with you on the CBS Sports gang.
3: Talk about a dark moment of my life when I was scouring the UNLV message boards to try to find some <laughs> injury news by their quarterback, and nobody was saying anything. They're just talking about basketball or General Vegas stuff. I'm like, w- is Doug Brumfeld going to play tonight? Is he going to play? And nobody's <laughs> nobody's saying anything. There's no puss around that team. And I'm like, I need this two and a half to hit. Like, somebody got to give me some information. The message boards were so dead. But that's why we love CBS Sports Network is it's there when you need it the most to watch your sickos games that you want to watch blake out here like trying to shake down some random unlv fans for information on what was it don brunfeld doug brunfeld i was trying to see he was he's so dynamic and so i'm like i need to know if it's him (laughs) like if we're going if we're going pocket passer that's not what i need at unlv i need some dynamic running for 10 yards i need some like High-powered offense, and yeah, it was it was a dark time, but it cashed. It cashed. Three wins. Three wins. (laughs) We got that dub together. I gotta. I also gotta say, Doug Brumfeld
0: sounds like a man indicted for like embezzlement or like a Ponzi scheme. So I don't know. That that just very interesting.
1: Doug Doug Brumfeld sounds like you're trying to use Donald Rumsfeld in some sort of like, comedy movie, but you can't use his name because you don't want to be sued, so you come up with Doug Brumfield. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: fair, hey, fair enough, fair enough. Alright, let's move on to our favorite pick of the week. The Wild Card. I don't have an overlay for it, I don't have an intro for it, but it's still exciting nonetheless. We don't even have a lot of games to pick for from, a- after all. But, you know what? I It's whatever. The show must go on. We gotta go with it. So, for my Wild Card pick, I have two options I really, really like. But I'm going to side with um, UTEP plus one at home against North I uh, against North Texas. A split between this and another game. But I'm just saying, they're they're making a big push to uh, sell out the Sun Bowl. They're doing an orange out, and when it's a when it's a basic toss up, you know, on week one, we don't really know much about either of these teams. I kind of feel inclined to pick the home team with momentum behind it. The uh, The Miners looked pretty solid last year. I don't know if they're going to return that, but also North Texas was kind of iffy. So I'm going to go behind the team with the energy. I'm going to go behind the team with, you know, 3,000 tickets left before a sellout. Give me UTEP. I like it. Plus one. Lock it in for my wild card. Tie. Bobby, where you
1: have zigged, I must zag. And as we know with the wild cards, especially week zero, where no one knows anything, it's about the storyline. And let me tell you the storyline of storylines for this game. The UNT starting quarterback committed to UNT with Brent Venables as a coach at OU, but I'm not talking, or I'm sorry, he did not commit to UNT. He committed to play college football when Brent Venables was a coach at OU. I'm not talking about a head coach. UNT's starting quarterback committed to TCU in 2011. He graduated high school in 2012. He then went on and and played like AAA baseball and stuff. But when you're dealing with a 30-year-old quarterback situation, this reminds me, Exactly of that Oklahoma State guy. You gotta go with the storyline. You gotta go with the storyline. Thirty-year-old quarterback out there for UNT. I understand they're they're probably not that good. It's a toss-up. I I feel bad picking a game where it's just a line of one. UNT is the favorites at at minus one. I feel bad picking those. I feel dirty. I I won't pick those unless there's something juicy there. I can't not go with a uh, Austin on and the. Uh, the UNT, uh, whatever they call called, the Mean Green, I think the Green Eagles, yes, something like that. The mean, yeah, the Mean Green, yeah, yeah, the Green wow. Eggs and Ham. I you gotta go with that. It's just is so I amazing mean, the fact that like he this guy committed to play college football with Landry Jones was the starting quarterback at OU, and uh, wow. you know OU's coaching staff was Bob Stoops, Josh Heupel, Jay Norvell, and uh, Brent Venables. I I love that storyline of. Uh, an old timer out there uh, playing college football. So give me a UNT minus one.
0: I was about to say, like, why was Gary Patterson offering like a, like a 12 year old back in 2011? But uh, wow, that, that story is even better. So well, he
1: did just go, he, he's like a a dual sport. It's not super, super cool. It's not like he like, went to prison or something like he yeah he pursued the <laughs> baseball route that'd be it, more badass it, if he went man. to prison that and then came out lot, and like a, a lot cooler.
0: a nice longest longest yard situation
1: than, yeah
0: <laughs> that yeah, actually he, would be a he, lot like cooler. he
1: he like i don't know he was i mean this guy that's you were talking about a guy that committed to play college football like before Manti Te'o even faked having a girlfriend
0: oh no we're we we're we are officially a uh uh a, a, team monte teo podcast i think he did he, he did his best no we're not he admitted this, in dude? the
1: documentary that he knew and continued to lie about it at the heisman ceremony
0: how was he yes. supposed to know or like what, because what do he got do told about it's
1: in the documentary but what
3: do you do about
1: that like not lie about it not continue the lie to be definitely
3: that that guy about. is a little bit more schemey than we thought like i think he he like he knew that was gonna like boost his Heisman vote because he probably shouldn't have been there. So I like that. Like it's a, I'm on. I'm with Ty. I'm with Ty. We're wow. anti Bobby take here. But wow, it, I,
1: just okay. He was that was your takeaway.
3: He could be no. It's
1: not. He the could be off. considered a victim, but he is not the victim.
3: If yes, like sense. he could have done something about it, and he also never met her. He, he was like, wrong to a point, but
1: also like you're talking about. The, here's the he, worst part. Here's the worst part, right? He is a star, a Heisman level star. So like superstar athlete at a superstar school. The only girl he could get was someone, someone on Facebook that he never even met. Really? That's, that's the real, that's the thing and, he should be invested in. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Fair it's, enough. It's confusing like that he did it, but also you kind of feel bad
3: for him. No, it's, like, he met the entire family, like, he met the person in person at Notre Dame acting as their cousin, like, he's meeting cousins, nieces, aunts, uncles, grandpas, grandmas, but not the actual girlfriend? Like, something, I know catfishing wasn't, she was was dead by by then, that was after she died. Oh, it still doesn't matter. He still never it's met still her. Weird. Like that, it's still weird. And he also thought he was like, Jesus Christ, bringing this girl back to life as tough, like, God he, heart. that was bad. That, that is bad. Th- that he's that like, he's That's like, fair. he's like, yeah, I'm humble. But like, my voice was the only reason like why she's still living. I'm like, he, he tries to act so down to earth, but he's like, yeah, like, she was just breathing into the phone and the words I would say to her, like, you could tell like her heart rate was going a little bit more. I'm like... God, like, this guy thinks he's, like, he's Jesus. Like, he's raising her from
0: the dead. So, I just, I don't know. I, I think he was just kind of, I, I see it as, like, I think this guy just really wasn't thinking all the way. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter all the way. I, I think he wasn't really, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the yeah, brightest individual. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Jameson, your pick for uh, the, <laughs> the wild card.
2: <laughs> The wild card is gone exactly how I thought it was. I was looking at this and I said, Bobby's absolutely going to pick UTEP because he's going to say, oh, have them 1-0 and 0 coming in versus Oklahoma. Ty obviously loves picking minus one lines because it's like a free point that he can bet. So he no, can get the favorite no, and then- <laughs> no.
1: I was going with uh, Florida Atlantic and Charlotte uh, and then just on a tiny, cha- literally right before, as Bobby was reading his, I was reading about the team's, and notice that they had a thirty year old quarterback, so
2: yeah, I should not be slandered that I just this is this is my thought process beforehand, so I was two for two. And then when picking Blakes, I looked at him and go, oh, this is absolutely Blakes, and I like this one too. So I'm gonna slide right in. We're picking Nevada minus nine, baby. Oh, the Wolfpack was a nice <laughs> darling for Blake early, early in the season last year. Carson Strong, obviously, he was big on it. But guess who's the quarterback for Nevada now? Shane Illingsworth from Oklahoma State, baby. And guess what? They're playing New Mexico State, who somehow got a little bit of like you know, like clout and decency in the eyes of college football watchers for a little bit. When in actuality, they were not good at all. So I think Nevada slams them. Give me Nevada
3: minus nine. Okay. Like, I Before I get to my pick, Jameson's wrong. Jameson is so wrong. Oh. As the podcast insider of the Nevada Wolfpack, they're going to be bad this year. They're going to be worse than Hawaii. They got gutted by the transfer portal. Oh. They got gutted by the NFL draft. This team I am slamming under four and a half wins they i am on new mexico state money line i'm on new mexico state to cover the spread this team is sneaky bad (laughs) and i know ford was trying to go at me in the group chat earlier this week and saying oh new mexico state's bad yes new mexico state is very bad but also nevada is very very bad and vegas has not caught up to how bad this team is you gotta slam Every single way against this team, whether it be this game, next game, the under, uh, under the win total, you got to do it. Nevada is going to be trash this year, and it breaks my heart because I went to their campus in Reno last year. Cool campus. Reno, not so much, but they're going to be trash. So Are that thinking? is not my p- –
4: I'm not fading overman. you.
3: I am not fading you here. I wish I could do Ow. two. I'm not going to do my yeah. pot of green yet. But... You were going to pick them as a plus
2: nine money
3: line, but you won't pick them because I feel more confident in another pick. Okay, gimme UTEP.
2: Ty is
3: so <laughs> wrong on UNT. We
1: we can I go. I didn't say anything. The only thing I said was that their quarterback was old. That was... So.
3: There's three things, the reasons why I'm picking UTEP. First, death, taxes, and Ty botching the wildcard pick. My man cannot pick a wildcard pick to save his life. We need to bring in the records. I don't know what it is, but every single year, Ty sucks at it. So I already feel better about that. Second, I think UTEP is just the better team. I think they're going to finish higher in the Conference USA. This is a Conference USA matchup at home. Like Bobby said, orange out, sell out crowd. Love that. Third, Seth Luttrell is the ultimate bag fumbler of all time. People forget that he was supposed to be the Kansas State coach till he was trying to force his entire UNT staff into that building, and Kansas State says no, went to Chris Kleiman, probably worked out for the better. My man fumbles the bag, and he is just now has a mediocre, probably fifth or sixth in the Conference USA UNT team with no future. So that's three reasons. I'll give a fourth. They got that gross Texas flag out in front of their stadium that is like two shades of green, and it's just disgusting to look at. It is gross. Every other school in Texas does this, I know that, but all the other colors look great. UNT botched colors they have dark green and light green that's like their primary colors for some reason and then accented white it's gross it's disgusting we choose against that on this pod i like good branding i like the miners blue collar hard working we're gonna get a win in el paso this weekend give me utep plus one
0: i love to see it i love to see it and i'm not gonna lie also i was this close to doing a pot of green i don't have the video uh like uploaded to this specific brand so i'm not gonna do it but i love as well i love utah state minus 27 against uconn uconn is garbage conference uh yeah utah state won a uh i mean they won their conference last year so you know four touchdowns i don't think that's too ludicrous as well so if you wanted a little bonus pick for free not on the record
1: for the listeners if anyone's new we also do what we call pot of greed and that we pick a certain number of games each week, and then uh, that are defined games that everyone picks. And then we have our wild card, which we just did, which is where of the games not picked, each individual sometimes it overlaps, sometimes we all pick the same one, sometimes we all pick different ones. Uh, we get to pick one that's not on the slate that we pick. And then we also implemented a, a wild card pick, uh, or a wild card pick, a pot of greed, which is one per season. You get to have one additional. Uh, pick so sometimes if you save it, it adds some strategy to the the competition later on. Or if you burn it, lose it right away. It becomes a, a running joke, like like uh, what I typically do. But uh, that is that is the pot of greed. I, I think we have some other uh, specific things that'll come up as we go through the season.
0: Yeah, nobody's lost a pot of greed yet. Uh, no, it, I think it, I did. I think I no, you I won your pot I, of greed. I, I I've checked the records. I think you won. Mm-hmm. You lost your that wild card. One jerk. But you won your pot of greed.
3: Yep, that's what happened. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, death taxes and Ty losing his wild card pick each week. It was it was pretty funny. In but- my defense,
1: it's because the wild card should be about what's something ridiculous. Like let me spin a yarn about this guy committed while Venable's was a coach, and everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, he's eighteen zero time on campus." And I'm like, "Not so fast. He's thirty years old." <laughs>
0: I love it. And you know, the pot of greed is fun too. Like I, I think you just like one week randomly pulled up a, like a pot of greed card and just was like, I'm making another pick this week. And we just kind of went with it. So
1: yeah. Kids nowadays call it manifesting where you just sort of dream something into reality. It used to be called inventing, but, uh, with the current economy, kids, you know, the, the future generations aren't, aren't going to have that opportunity. So
0: yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, there we go. We, I gotta say, I love how we spent 41 minutes on just four picks. That's the weekend spread way. Hopefully next time we make it a little bit more choppy. Uh, because we, we have 10 picks next week. That's gonna be exciting. Football's back, folks. So, I don't know about y'all. I'm pretty pumped. So, uh, as always, would like to thank Jameson, Ty, and Bowden Blake for joining me on the weekend spread. And also, thank you to our partners, DraftKings use promo code TPPN sign up today get ready for this uh awesome week 0 if you're in a uh, applicable state and then also uh shout out to our new sponsor Raycon. So if you're look if you if you're in the market for some new uh new headphones, maybe a boombox for uh you know, you know, game days starting up, need something for the tailgate, hit up Raycon. Use promo code TPPN15 for 15% off your next order. So anyways, Next week, we're diving into the real thing. I certainly really enjoyed uh, getting right back to it, boys, though. So um, can't wait for more college football. So, all right. For me and the guys, this has been The Weekend Spread. See you all next time, and good luck out there. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of college football preview podcasts, and, you know, it's, it's really been great. It's gotten me hyped for the season, and one reason it's been great to listen to because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-air fit, these earbuds are so comfortable. And they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You know, I really like the versatility of Raycon's. If you're really wanting to lock in, really just immerse yourself in what you're doing, that is where the noise isolation feature comes in. Just block everything out. It's great. But you know what? Sometimes you can't just, you know, shell yourself off. So that's where you go to awareness mode where you can have some audio come in. You can do errands. You can act like a normal human being. And uh, still listen to what you want. So I feel like that's actually pretty great. The Raycons really are great, though. Whenever I'm not editing the podcast, just kick back, listen to some red dirt. Feels like you're right in the middle of Kane's ballroom. It's great. I love it. So, look, if you want to be like me, jump on the Raycon train. Go to buyraycon.com slash tppn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash tppn to score 15% off. One more time, that is buyraycon.com slash tppn. Use promo code tppn15. That's tppn15.